0: Welcome to the Bring Your Dreams Alive podcast. Are you ready to bring your dreams alive for real? Check out my Bring Your Dreams Alive audio activations as my gift at meetcorymichellecom forward slash gift. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome to Corey Michelle's Crazy Possible podcast. And today's guest is one of my favorite people in the world. She lives here in Australia. Her name is Emily Luckning. And I just learned I've been saying her last name improperly just a little bit for a very long time, but that's okay. She loves me anyway. (laughs) And Emily is a dear friend that I've known for, gosh, it's been like, I think we figured it out last time we saw each other about 10 years or something like that. And we met through her mother. Her mother found me online. I was her coach for a while. And then I was doing some coaching with Emily as well. And we've just always stayed in contact. And I've gotten to see her grow into this amazing, beautiful woman through entrepreneurship. And I just love her story about creating the impossible from such a young age, because she has such a unique upbringing and perspective. And the way she creates is just fabulous. So I want to dive into some of what she's all
1: about. So welcome, Emily. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so honored to be here. It is a pleasure. It is a pleasure. So let's just first start with the fact that, like, how old were you when you started business? I was 19. Yep. Fresh out of high school. Isn't that crazy?
0: (laughs) That just gives me full body chills because that makes me so excited. Like, I so wish I had somebody in my life that was doing business that said, Hey, you can do business too. Instead of going to college or university, you can do this other thing. That's really great. (laughs) I didn't. So
1: tell me about, or tell the listeners about what had you even have that as a possibility. So yeah, it's a really interesting story and I guess it is a little bit unique to me. It's normal and it's just, you know, like it's a normal thing for me, but I am really like passionate in sharing about how I first got started, so I grew up around traditional bricks and mortar businesses, and my dad was a very hard worker worked at the same job for about thirty years, but then my mom was a multiple business owner and I watched her go from struggling week to week to then you know building businesses and building her dream life and that really inspired me I left high I left high school I was nineteen and I looked at my life and I just almost scared me a little bit. You know, I didn't want to work five days of the week just to enjoy two of them. I didn't want to work until I was 70 and, you know, then retire and then start living my life. I was like, there has to be more to life. And I watched my mom's life and I just saw how happy she was. She was vibrant. She was thriving. She was doing all of the things that I knew was possible. And I jumped straight into business. I jumped straight into entrepreneurship and I had no idea what I was doing. I was literally ignorance on fire, but I had this big vision for my life and I just, I took, you know, the reins and I ran with it. And I was just so excited about sharing about what I was doing, but it's a really interesting start because I was 19. I had, you know, I was working multiple jobs. I never really had a full-time job. I had no experience in business. I had no skill. I was definitely not the kind of person that you would want to lead an organization or a company. But what I did have was I had a strong work ethic, but I also had the belief that anything was truly possible. And I think because I had that and I was immersed in that from such a young age by watching my mom in this container in our family, watch her go from living this very week to week average life watching her be quite unhappy. I was like, if she can do it, I can do it. And I just was excited about that. Like and yeah. So that's exactly how I really got started. I I had no idea what I was doing. I made every mistake in the book, but I had a vision and I wasn't willing to settle. I wasn't just okay with the cards that have been dealt to me. I was like, you know what, there has to be more. And that's that's how I got started. Yeah.
0: Oh, I love it. I love it so much. Because I remember being 19 and I I was groomed to go to college. So there was no other choice but to go into college. That was all I had. And I didn't realize until years later that I actually could have done something different. Like Because that was so in my mindset and because I was so interested in business, that probably would have been a very great route for me if I would have had support, even the freedom, because I didn't really have freedom. I, I Interesting direction that I had in life, but I didn't have a choice. I had to do that. So to have support or even anybody else in my world, having this different conversation would have led me personally in a completely different direction, I think as well. So with your mom having this change of life where she's building her business in a very magnificent sort of way and putting her all into it, which is, she's so inspiring. To be able to witness that and just give you that doorway to say, hey, there is this doorway. There's that doorway too. And you're like, heck no. I don't (laughs) want the other doorway. I'm at 19 going to head over this way over the rainbow. (laughs) So true. I love it. I love it. So here's what I find fascinating. Because if you sit down and have a conversation with Emily, she is so wise me being, you know, about 46 years old right now. And how old are you now? I'm 29. Yeah. She's 29. You talk to Emily and 29 years old, you literally think you're talking to somebody who's even much older and wiser than me. Because of her, I think it's because of your upbringing and how your mom was so involved in personal growth and expanding herself and really going all in and working her way through anything she didn't know as well. So her perspective growing up around that was seemingly, and we had a conversation about this the other day, but seemingly like such a contribution to you. And I remember we were talking and I was like, man, that would have been amazing. And I wonder like for myself, like what my life would have been like if I would have had that conversation at that young of an age. So what do you see is sort of the benefit? Of having those conversations and that perspective of you can do it all. You can do
1: anything at such a young age. Well, I think, you know, like we're always manifesting, right? And I think from such an early age, like we're manifesting the good and the bad. And unless, you know, we're we're forming all of these belief systems so early on, you know, from the ages from zero to seven, like that's when our belief systems, and of course, like it's developing over time, but My mom was so incredible with some of the things that just simple, basic things that to us is, you know, simple and basic. But to people that have never even dived into, you know, personal development, it is a huge ordeal. Like she sat us down as girls, you know, I think I was eight, I think roughly about eight or nine, and we watched The Secret as a family. And that was just the start of it all. And, you know, mom always taught us that we are our best investments. You know, we're learning about, generational wealth and investing in other areas, but we are our best investments. And so I guess as I grew up and I have been faced with adversity, at the core of what I truly do know is that truly anything is possible and we are always creating our reality. And we can choose, like I watched my mom, she went through a very interesting childhood and she always chose to be someone who was better and not bitter. And I really believed that she channeled that, those belief systems and learning and growing, like, cause if we're not growing, we're dying. And I watched mom handle situations and, you know, face certain things and grow business, but also impact thousands of people. And she was just so incredible. And I knew that like just mirroring her and being in her space, like, we're the average of the five people that we spend the most time with, and watching my mom do this every single day from the moment that she'd pull her eye mask up, or you know, she'd manifest anything, like as little as a car park, or as big as saving a certain thing or earning a certain amount. Like it was mind blowing, and to me, that's how I know anything is truly possible because we are constantly creating the good and the bad. And now I get to pass that on to my future generations as well. And I just think that that's, it's really, really cool. And I heard this concept the other day and it just, it hit, it bang on for me. And it was all successful and wealthy people in life in today's day and age. At one point in their generational lineage, there was someone that was either broke or hurting or faced adversity. And then it just took the one person to change the mold and change the course of their future family's lives. And that's honestly what I feel like. It gives me chills. That's what my mom did. My mom was like, I have seen firsthand what has come before me. And I don't want to give that to my girls. I want to do something different. I want to show them a better way or what else is possible that they can make an impact and they can do that. And she did that. She absolutely did that. And I'm just so grateful and blessed that I can pass that on to now my son and future generations as well. So yeah, so I think that's what I'm so blessed and so grateful for that I definitely don't take for granted that I think is such a beautiful thing that I was immersed in a container that really did make that impact from such an early age. So
0: yeah. (laughs) It's really phenomenal. I even remember working with you so long ago and you were always so eager and you're always so open and you're always like, How can I do better? How can I be better? How can I create more? And that interest in that timeline, so to speak, and that future and that vision and that dedication is is just instilled in you. And we deal with a lot of doubt. People deal with a lot of doubt. I work with a lot of people that are like, I don't know if it's possible. And I just am like, man, if we keep going in this direction with instilling exactly everything you just said into everybody we meet and into our kids and into the healing and growth of people, we will have a world that's totally different. So it does start with that. I like what you said there with that, that one person that changes the lineage and that is that person you, right? It could be the one before you, but it could be you too. Like, it's just amazing how it all works. So tell me this, as you started so young, but you were also working with a team. And you were saying you didn't have a lot of experience, but you were learning and you were just going for it. It's so inspiring because when you get in those situations where you're like, I don't really know what I'm doing, but I'm going <laughs> and I'm going to do it. But you, had a, you were leading organizations and teams and, and you were around so many different people. I can imagine that many of them were a lot older than you. Very. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What was that like? Because I know when I was doing entrepreneurial stuff, when I was in my early twenties, that was hard because the older people had different perspectives about me and them and the difference in
1: the age and stuff. But I'd love to know how you dealt with that. It was really interesting because it comes down to yes experience. And at one, like there's two sides, you can really look at it. You know, one side is that, yes, you don't really have experience and you don't really have the skill and you don't really have the knowledge behind you, right? On paper. But what I did have was, like I said, I had the belief, I had the hunger and I had the willingness and I was willing to be coachable and literally implement everything that I was learning. So there were so many times I was one of the very first people that were in my teens and my early twenties that Majority of the people that I was leading and coaching and mentoring, they were either their 30s, 40s, 50s plus. But I was so grateful because I was getting to learn from their life experiences as well, as much as they were learning from me. So at one side, I had that ignorance on fire and I just focused on the outcome. And I knew that if I needed to pull on mum's wisdom and skill set, then yes, for sure. But It came. And like, you know, there's a bit of a saying where they say you have to be the one who goes first. Not every time that you start something, there's going to be someone that is relatable to you or that you've got a point of reference or you know someone that's like you. And so I knew that deep down, like for example, when mum first started her business, there was no evidence here in Australia that her business was, was going to take off. Like there wasn't really evidence that it was going to do she had to really trust and have that faith that this vision was going to come to life and i guess and it and absolutely it did and i guess that's the same with me like i had to be the one to go first i had to dig deep and because i did i've naturally attracted people yes from all walks of life from all different age groups that have then imprinted on me and I've grown up with some of the most incredible people. And I just think that is the best gift of all because, like I said, we're the average, you know, five people that we spend the most time with. So yeah, in a nutshell, like there was times where it was challenging for sure, but it was growth opportunities for me. And I think I can stand in front of a room of hundreds and thousands of people and I'm not scared anymore. Like that 19 year old me used to stand there with like a flip chart and freak out and I'd break out in a heat rash, but because I had those moments and it's built me to the person that I am. Yeah. So in a nutshell, I hope that (laughs) answers the question. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's, you said
0: something very specific in there about your hunger and the drive, like the, in that hunger and drive matched with the belief that it's possible even though circumstances, even though you might not know or whatever, but then also the willingness to receive from the people that were showing up for you, with you in this. And were are inspired by that is just such a potent combination for leadership. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool.
1: Absolutely. And that's the thing, like you can develop that you can't have just one or the other. And I, and I laugh and I joke and I say, you can have incense for breakfast and think that you're going to receive it all, but then not do anything about it. And I think like you have to have both take action and belief because it's like, you know, you've got one foot on the accelerator and then the other one on the brake. So you just end up spinning your wheels. So you just need to keep that, you know, that motion going. So for Mm -hmm. sure, you definitely got to have that internal drive.
0: The internal drive. It's so important. Otherwise, you just pit her out anyway, and then give up, and then move on to something else. And so, I definitely agree with that. All right. So, tell me about your big identity shift that you've had in the last couple of years, because that's a lot. So much of what I teach about is having these identity shifts that will change your life. And you had a big identity shift. Tell us about it.
1: Okay. So, about two and a half years ago, my life literally flipped upside down, and I had gotten to the point when I was 26 years old. And I know that it's like, oh my God, 26, you have like an identity shift. But I did. I had known who I was and I knew what my life was looking like. I was pretty comfortable. You know, I'd achieved amazing things in my career and in my business. And I had a family and it was amazing on the outside. But personally, I shared a little bit about my beautiful mom and she was my soulmate. And she was like my life partner, my best friend. And we did everything together. And there wasn't things that we didn't do together, like going to the shops or supermarket, just simple things, right? And in 2020, in January 2020, my world just came crashing down. We sadly lost my mum. She passed away, which completely broke me and my family. And It was a really interesting time. And I didn't realize until I've recently just reflected over the last couple of months. It's almost three years in January that we had lost my mum. But for the last two and a half years, I've gone through this huge identity shift and this huge, I don't even know what to say, but it was like almost like a rebirth of who I am and who I've always known that I I could be. And for the last two and a half years, I've really struggled with the hormonal adult acne. And if you look up that in the like spiritual dictionary or the energetic meaning of what that really <laughs> means, it actually means a level of uncomfortability in your own skin. And I really had to sit and think about that and allow that to land wherever it was meant to land. But it made me so aware of how uncomfortable I was with in my life and in myself and myself in like not self-image, but basically in my identity without my mom, I really didn't know who I was anymore. I didn't know who I was as a human being. I didn't know who I was as a mom, as a leader, as a business owner. And there were times where I was having conversations with people and I was like, I actually don't know how to talk to you without having my mum right beside me. I know that sounds ridiculous. Like I was the cling wrap kid. We joke about it, but I really was. But, But you can see now why, because she was such an incredible person. And I just wanted, she just, she just made you believe in everything and believe in yourself. It was like a light switch. You'd spend time with her, just like you, Corey, you'd spend time with you. And she just flicked a light switch on in you. And you just were like, that's possible. I can do that. And so of course, like, of course I was gravitated to work towards to being her. So anyway, so the last two and a half years, I've dealt with this external thing of hormonal acne, but I've had to step into like the last, especially since becoming aware of this in the last six months, I've had to make some pretty big decisions professionally in business, creating businesses, opening up multiple streams of income, speaking, presenting and doing things That I always had with my mum standing right by my side. And Mm -hmm. I am so proud of her. Like, I am so proud of myself that, you know, 19 year old me, if I told this story to 19 year old me, I reckon she would crawl up in fetal position and not want to move. But I know that this has built strength and courage. And it's so funny since becoming aware of that, so much has flooded into my life, both wealth and abundance and growth and it's just opened me up to so much more and i know that when you're faced with with adversity and things like that when you're in it you just don't know where the light is going to be at the end of the tunnel but i'm just i'm so grateful that i stood up and i get to share my mom's story and share my own story now and own who i am and i'm able to walk into a room and not shrink and not play small and know that I am worthy of success and know that I am worthy of what I have created and what I am creating. And I have the best cheer squad. I have the best cheerleader. You know, my mum in my corner and those whispers that I get from her, I know that, yes, she's not physically here, but we have a different relationship now. And that is just the most beautiful yet powerful gift of all. And yeah, so that has been a huge identity shift, and since becoming aware of that, my skin has cleared up, and it's just a really great place to be. I'm entering into my 30s, and I know what I what I am now. I know what I have to offer the world, and I get excited about the impact that I I have, and I'm about to create. And yeah, like 26 year old me and 19 year old me sounds crazy and sounds silly, but. Yeah, she, I don't know. Like, yeah, she'd be proud of her. So mm-hmm. that's been a huge lesson, I guess, for the last two years that I've only just become aware of.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it works. The, the unraveling of what's actually going on underneath the surface, especially when you lose somebody, or they, I call it graduating, they move to the next level of this game we play in life. And we don't get to have, everything we had before. So then everything has to change. So we do have these identity shifts. Who am I without this person by my side? But it also happens when kids graduate from high school and they move out of the house. I have a lot of clients that are of that age where kids are doing their own thing now and it's that empty nest. And you you have that a new identity that's coming through of who are you in this new reality that you have? that's not the same as it was Or you don't have the same comforts that you have had for a while. And we have to step into that new identity. And that goes for these situations. It goes for if you're starting a business, if you're shifting from a marriage, or I mean, so many different things. When you look at it from that identity perspective, it's like, who am I now? And who do I get
1: to be now? Right. Yeah. It's so true. And it's like, even when you set goals, Like that can be an identity shift and change. Like it's actually sometimes not the physical external thing, but it's the person that you're actually growing into becoming. And it's like, I look back in the last 10 years of business and yes, you know, we've achieved incredible things, but it's actually the person that I have grown into. And that to me is such a rewarding, the most rewarding thing.
0: Yeah. And it's the most impactful too. It is that internal shift that is driving all of it anyway. (laughs) Yeah. It is. Oh my goodness. All right. So, is there, I would love to know what your favorite, like, crazy possible manifestation story is that you have.
1: Oh, I have lots of good ones, Uh, lots and lots of good ones. But I think my crazy manifestation story, oh, I guess, as, I don't know, like, as much. It's cliche, but it's not cliche because it's just fact. If you know me, you know my life, you know my story. But like I said before, my when I first left high school, right, I remember sitting down with my career's counselor. Like that's what you get given when you first, when you're about to leave high school, and they're like, okay, so what direction are you going in? And I said business. Like I was like, I want to go into business. I want to go into entrepreneurship. I don't want to settle in my life. I want to be able to work my own hours. I want to be able to travel when I want. I want to be able to see and do things. I want to be able to create my own worth. And, you know, I grew up in a small country town and I remember the careers lady, her face was like, she dropped. It was like, <laughs> she dropped and And it was like, she. it was just not in her reality. And I was like, how am I, like, if it's not in your reality, you should be encouraging me to go. And she just looked to me and she's like, I just don't think that that's a very good idea. I think you need to have a backup option. And I was just like, oh, (laughs) I'm so, and you only know what you only know, but I'm so grateful that I grew up with people in business because I knew what was on the other side of it. So I was like, okay, well, that's fine. I'm really grateful for your support, but this is what I'm going to do. I'm a pretty stubborn person. So I was like, I'm going to do it anyway. And so I left high school and, you know, I was working three to four jobs. And, You know, I wanted to start a business and I wanted and I wanted to do something with my life. And, you know, I was watching my mom and I was watching what she was creating. And at that time I was really like tossing up between, you know, should I go into working full time or starting a bricks and mortar business or that sort of thing? And I remember having this conversation with my mom. It was actually I was working part-time job and I actually lost that full-time income. She had to get rid of a few staff. And I had a thousand dollars worth of bills to come in that week that was due. And I had $60 in my bank account. And I was just like, I don't know if I've ever told you this story. I haven't heard it. But yeah, I remember going, what am I gonna do? Like what am I gonna do? Am I gonna go and get another job? Am I going to like what do I do here? And my mom actually said to me, she's like, you know you know exactly what you need to do. And she's like, you are so powerful. And she reminded me, she reminded me of what's inside all of us. And so I jumped in headfirst and I started building my business. And I guess within the first, I think it was like 18 months to two years, I became a six-figure earner within my business. And my business started turning over a million dollars worth of sales within that first year. And I think Imagine if I listened to that careers counselor. Imagine if I just went, you know what, you're right. Imagine if I listened to the voices inside my head, was like, can I really do it? Can I really build a business and lead a company and lead an organization? Like, if I listened to that, I wouldn't be living where I am now. So, you know, fast forward, I guess that's my crazy manifestation is the last 10 years of business. I've been able to see things, do things, grow into things. And I was really intentional with my life. And the quality of your intention is the quality of your life. And I was really intentional. And that's what gets me excited about about to enter my 30s because I'm so intentional about what's about to happen in the next decade of my life. And yeah, so I guess in a cliche kind of way, but not like, that's just facts. And you know me so well that that's just who I am. And that's what I have created. I can talk about small things that I've manifested, but that's the most grateful thing that I am.
0: Mm. I love that. And I love how you're talking about it in the space of it's not just, it showed up one day, right? It was like, there was a choice point in your world that you could go down one road or the other jobs or this entrepreneurial path. And you also said it didn't just happen overnight. It wasn't just first month. I was you know, a six figure earner, I was on my way. It was like it took the intention, the time, the dedication, the consistency to show up. And then that's what put you firmly on this path and that gave you everything else that you needed. And you want to talk about little manifestations or a house or the fun, magical stuff really happens when you're that consistently going after what it is
1: that you desire, that you're that aligned, right? Mm-hmm. So it's so true. It's so true. And the thing is like, it's a, like, I look at the universal law of attraction as a game. Like the little things are the big things and the big things are the little things. And if you can build on those small manifestation, like if you're manifesting a car park or you're manifesting a, like a, I don't know, a savings, or like if you're going to go and buy a crystal or a dress or a house or a car or whatever if you can manifest and build that trust with the universe, like that universal game, you can do the big things too. It's just reminding yourself that you do actually have the power inside of you to do that. So I remember this really cool time. My mum come home and she, she had this like huge clear quartz crystal. It was like this big, right? <laughs> she doesn't mind me telling this story because it's a really great story, but on it, it said $500 like a price tag that said $500. And my mom was like, yep, I'll get that. Like, it's so beautiful. And she come home and she must have looked at the receipt. And on the receipt, it said 5.00. And she was like, oh my gosh, the lady put the dot in the wrong part of like the sales transaction and mum paid five dollars for a five hundred dollar crystal and my mom was like I'm so willing to receive all of that and I just think that those little things like yes they may be little but they remind you that you actually are so powerful to create the big things in your life as well. So mm-hmm. yeah
0: I love it. <laughs> things show up for us in the most magical ways and I think too when we have this mindset of that everything is always working out for us. Then we we recognize and celebrate and acknowledge those things more and more as that's what's happening for us. And then more stuff like that happens. Thank you so much, Emily, for being on the Crazy Possible podcast. You are such a gift. Everybody, connection links are below. Go ahead and connect with her on our socials. You will not be disappointed. Thank you so much, Emily.
1: Thank you, beautiful, Corey, for having me. I've loved it. (laughs) so much fun. (laughs) It
0: was so fun. All right. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Bring Your Dreams Alive. Now, if you're someone who would like to turn your desires into reality, to know how to create anything at any time, to have energetic self-mastery, to tap into your 5D consciousness and bring those dreams alive, check out my latest webinar, where I share all the secrets on how to shift your mindset and your consciousness so that you can confidently bring your dreams alive, even if you've been feeling stuck or blocked. Check it out today at meetcorymichellecom forward slash webinar.